Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in the Doug Gottlieb Show, brought to you by Bet River Sportsbook, the most trusted name in online sports betting. You must be 21. Present in Colorado, Indiana, Illinois, and Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Can I give you my my um, uh, my, my quick? Uh, this actually happened to a friend, and I told him you should use Bet Rivers instead. Can I can I give that to you? Absolutely. So I, like I, I took my uh, one of my my son plays on two different AAU teams, uh, thirteen U to twelve. He's only twelve. So um, I, we t- we took the thirteen U to Oklahoma, and we went to Bedlam, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. It was an early game, eleven o'clock local, and so we were walking into the arena. They're walking into the arena, and there's a player named Bryce Williams who is a uh, a star player for Oklahoma State. He'd been out with a badly sprained ankle, and he was going to play. And my buddy Chris asked me, he's like, uh, actually, we gave him a new nickname. It is uh, Vegas Bomb. Uh, that's an inside joke. Anyway, so he, uh, Vegas Bomb asked me, who do you like tonight? And I was like, I like Oklahoma State. I think they'll win by around 10. He's like, really? Yeah. So he starts looking at his phone, and he's like, should I bet on that? I was like, I don't have any inside information. I mean, I know Bryce Williams is going to play, but you don't know Bryce Williams from your blue face, but whatever. Like, I really like the matchup for him. So, Oklahoma State wins. I think they won by 11 points or something. And we all thought we were going to Sizzler because Vegas Bomb had won his, his bet. And then he looks down. He's like, oh, you're not going to believe this. I bet on the wrong team. <laughs> bet on Oklahoma. <laughs> and, and I said, I said, you dope. If you'd use Bet Rivers, it's much easier than whatever site or service that you, that you use. Anyway, there's my, my daily plug for, for Bet Rivers. He's like, okay, I got to make it back. I was like, well, all I know is that line for Duke is only three points, and that one is way off. Duke is 20 points better than North Carolina, no matter where they play. They won by 20. So you're welcome, Vegas Bomb. You're, you're welcome. And thank you to Dan Beyer for bringing French fries, which were for him. He hadn't eaten all day. He's been working like a dog. He got French fries and a, a water, and I stole one. Uh, that's a, no, I, I brought I brought it for you. Here's here was the true decision. No line. Like I just went to to powder my nose, and I saw that there was no line. And sometimes that may be a way to like back away because you don't know how good the okay. food is. But since there's not a lot of people here, I yeah. figured that was a good sign where there would be no wait. So this is also very fresh for you. Also, aluminum canned Aquafinas. I yes. had no idea. Better than plastic. Wait, uh, yeah. And I like Aquafina. That's the uh, double, what do they do? The double, uh, not uh, oxygenized. There's a, a term for what they do to their water. It's not uh, filter. That's too easy, right? It looks refreshing. It is. Well, yeah. it, it does look refreshing. Plus, you can look like you're yeah. drinking a beer when you're watch, really drinking Watch a... out for the hamburger there, Elijah. That's, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, it's reverse osmosis. Re- that's what they do. They do something <laughs> called reverse osmosis. I don't know what that is. Tom Selleck offers it on the Game Show Network. But, but their, their, their water is terrific. I'm an Aquafina water, water sort of snob. Um, okay. So there's this rumor going out there. There's a bunch of things with Aaron Rodgers, which let's try to kind of put the puzzle together. Okay? And since we have a resident 
uh, Aaron Rodgers hater, Ian Dan Byer, <laughs> and your resident Aaron Rodgers apologist and Doug Gottlieb, right? Yes. Neither actually are true, but we're just for the sake of argument, right? Okay, so on the Aaron Rodgers side, apparently he spent a couple extra days in Green Bay as they've gone through some coaching changes and some promotion, and it has led some people to believe that means he's all in on staying. Okay, there's also the, I guess his engagement has fallen apart. Have you guys seen that? Mm, I, maybe I, I spent too much time, People Magazine, TMZ, etc. So he's not going to get married. Um, to to his fiance or whatever. It's not being. They weren't pushing it back. It's not like one of these postponed games. This is a we're not playing that game sort sort of thing. So they got that going on. Then apparently he has purchased some house or land in Nashville, Tennessee. Which, by the way, like like get in line. Right? How many people do you know that have moved to Nashville, Tennessee? No state income tax. Um, iHeartMedia, who we who we all work for, actually. Uh, there's a headquarters there. I know a lot of people are moving there. Uh, my boy Trent Dilford lives there. I know uh, so many families who have lived there. Lived there. Um, all obviously because Clay Travis lives there. They all want to move in. And yeah, yeah. And anyway, so uh, so that's led m- uh, many to speculate. Oh, he bought a place in Nashville. That means he's coming here to play quarterback with the Titans. Okay. Now there's a lot to it. First thing is let's start. Aaron Rodgers is not a free agent. He is not a free agent. He is not free to go like, hey, it's not Tom Brady. Contract expired, and they could not franchise tag him. He is under contract, and I haven't seen – there was some talk when after the holdout to start the year that they reworked his contract. There have been no details, I believe, released that that's actually happened, that they've taken away the two years remaining on his deal. There is definitely one more year remaining on his contract. So he is under contract. He is not a free agent. But – Potentially, he could force a trade, right? But it's not like even if the Green Bay Packers were were in the, you know what, we're going to trade him, you have to give something back for arguably the most talented quarterback and one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, right? It's not like they're going to go, oh, you want to go to Tennessee? Sure, just whatever you guys want to give, whatever, like on your honor, whatever you want to give us. Oh, you want to give us a seventh-round pick? Cool, we'll take that. That's not even close to the way it works. So the first thing is, it's not necessarily his choice, and the Titans would have to give something up. But then there's just the idea of, really, they're going to give up on Ryan Tannehill. Now, I believe Tannehill, we all have seen the ceiling. Right? We saw it in the playoffs when he threw three picks. We've seen it in Miami. Like, there's, a, there's a logical reason that Tennessee plays the way they, they play. It's not just because Derrick Henry's awesome. It's because they know the limitations of the guy who's their quarterback. John Robinson, who, of course, brought in Ryan Tannehill. He's the general manager of the Titans, said Ryan's a pro. He knows how much he means to us. We traded for the guy, gave him an opportunity to start, gave a new contract. I think it's pretty apparent where he stands with us. He's our quarterback. I don't know how many times i got to say it. It does feel a little bit like Nick Saban, right? I am not going to be the head coach at Alabama. I don't know how many times i got to say it, right? I, did I get the quote right? I think I did. Close enough, yeah. Close pretty enough. Good, yeah. Not going to Alabama. Um, so saying, hey, man, we traded for him. Hey, he's got a new contract. What is the Chris Rock saying? A man is only as faithful as his options, right? So when they got Ryan Tannehill, what were their options? They had Marcus Mariota, who wasn't working out as a top-level draft pick, right? And so their options were, let's go get Ryan Tannehill. But hold on, what if Aaron Rodgers wants to come to Tennessee? Because you got 
two super talented wide receivers, and you got an incredible running back. Now, I think the Tennessee thing, this is just me, I think the whole thing works because Ryan Tannehill, though he got a new contract, he's making mid-level money. It's the, it's the Tom Brady sort of idea where, where instead of having the rookie quarterback that's on a rookie contract and you get as many dudes, now you have a veteran quarterback, but he's in a, a reasonable contract in the mid-20 millions, which allows you to spend all this money to have an awesome offensive line, to have talented wide receivers, to pay Derrick Henry what you want to pay Derrick Henry, to field a good defense. Like All these things do, in fact, matter. But there is the question of if you can make it work with Aaron Rodgers, won't you make it work with Aaron Rodgers? Byer, what do you think? Yeah, I, th- I think the Tennessee Titans are in an interesting spot because, to your point of Tannehill hitting the ceiling or maxing out, I think that's very fair. I think that there are other places where it may not be worth just one year of Aaron Rodgers, if that's all that he wants to play, to give up on a possible future guy. With Tennessee, not only is it Tannehill's situation, honestly, it's Derrick Henry's situation. How many great years did Derrick Henry have? Yeah. That's, you know, you, you paid him money, so you want to talk about windows and windows being now, considering also in that division, you've got two teams that likely won't be good next year with Houston and Jacksonville, maybe improving, but won't be good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I that is more of a fit than a lot of other places that you see or places that Rodgers may want to go. Some places I don't think fit in the short term. I don't know why you would maybe want to give up on a younger quarterback for just maybe one year of Rodgers. And I still, still think there are questions of Rodgers, but even the Derrick Henry factor makes Tennessee more of a fit than you would see in other places. Chase Dill? I, I like a story. I think this would be a great story. And I think that uh, the Titans would obviously have to, what, send Tannehill to the Packers? Would the Packers make that work? Is that, uh, is that a part of these rumors? Uh, I haven't gotten too deep into this. That would be one, you know, there's. Be, it makes sense because he's been in the AFC. It makes sense because yeah, he's, it looks like he's bought a house there. It does. It's also like he, he looks, Aaron Rodgers looks like a guy that would go like, you know what, Nashville. Yeah, okay. Yeah, in Nashville. That, 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 that works. It's like the new L.A. Um, the, the, and that division is incredibly winnable, right? I don't know if guys sit there and go like, you know, I go to Denver, but that's a really hard division. I don't think superstars think that way. Um, I, I just I do wonder, wonder if you sit there and look around and the Packers do their if they if they did what they told him they would do, which is allow him in on some of the decision-making, and his new offensive coordinator who worked alongside him was his choice, I don't see him leaving. And I just, I just don't. You have so much sweat equity there. Do I think he wants to leave? Yeah, I think he wants to see what something else, another place is like. But the Tom Brady is the ultimate kind of buyer beware because, yes, he won a Super Bowl. That's the best, the best possible outcome if he were to go to a different team is Tom Brady, which is go to a Super Bowl one year, go to the playoffs next year, and then you're done. That feels like that's that would be his path. And remember all the things that had to work out in order for Tom Brady to win that Super Bowl. Right? They did play a soft schedule at the end of the year. They did get the Washington football team with uh, a no-name. Taylor Heineke. With Taylor yeah. Heineke as their quarterback, right? They did get the fumble against the Saints who had beaten them twice. Um, and then... You know, they, they survived three interceptions. And when they played Kansas City Chiefs, they had no offensive line. Like, a lot of things went in Brady's way in order. And that's the best possible outcome. And now Tampa's kind of left scrambling a little bit. So I, I, don't, I don't know if everybody wants to take that big swing for just a year or two. 
The interesting thing about a Tennessee matchup with Aaron Rodgers would be, I mentioned Derrick Henry, but it's also their wide receivers, and I think that there would be an argument that Green Bay's are actually better than Tennessee's. And hasn't that been the one argument of what Rodgers has had is you don't give them enough weapons. You don't have guys around them. Like, Julio Jones is done. Like, there is no there is no more Julio Jones top NFL receiver. That thing is over with. A.J. Brown, for as great as he is, can't stay healthy. Yes. So if you were to go to Tennessee and you just spent the last 10 years complaining about your weapons that you had in Green Bay or behind the scenes complaining about those weapons, I'm not sure how much better it would be in Nashville if you went to the Titans. Agreed. Agreed. Um, agreed. Whereas at in Tampa, when Brady went there, they had dudes, and then he brought a couple dudes with yeah. him. Right? Yeah. Right? They brought a couple dudes with him. So that it's it's going to be interesting. And you know, like, look, if you if you're tired of discussions about Aaron Rodgers, you should do yourself a favor. Probably not listen to sports radio or watch <laughs> sports TV for the next I don't know three months. I suppose he's going to make this decision earlier rather than later, but I'm guessing it's not next week. If you don't like talking about or listening to things about Aaron Rodgers, I would advise you to and, – and to anybody who goes like, come on, Aaron Rodgers, he's not – look, the guy's likely the MVP or close to the MVP again this year, and he'll be the guy. Look, we talked about Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott wasn't ever going to be a free agent. We talked about Dak Prescott for like two off seasons in mm-hmm. a row. So Aaron Rodgers, again, who's not a free agent but could potentially force his way to being traded – That'll be the topic, and there is some form of news kind of, sort of, going on. Uh, wait till you hear what, what word Trevor Lawrence used when describing the new head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll get into that next, but first, I'll talk to you about uh, Better Sportsbook. Reminder that they just wanted to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. And the foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options and nearly Every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that, live streaming of sports every day. There's almost always a live match to watch on BetRivers Sportsbook right on your phone. BetRivers features top-tier customer service. They're ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, they got the unique rush-based system, and BetRivers Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests, most, instantly. Customer satisfaction is always the number one priority. BetRivers is going to match your first deposit up to $250. Unlike some other sportsbooks, BetRivers only requires a one-time pay-through to turn your bonuses into cash. Experience the difference for yourself. Simply go to BetRivers Sportsbook. That's B-E-T-R-I-V-E-R-S dot com. BetRivers dot com to see for yourself. you got to be 21, president in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. We only play Brass Monkey because that's uh, John Ramos's uh, morning drink. <laughs> that's my life. I was like, why is Ramos? He's in such a good mood every day. I was like, he's drunk. Come on. John's going to be here tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Tomorrow, so doing, right? So I'm doing John? tomorrow from home? Is that what I'm doing? I, John, we have a, <laughs> I would be I, at home. I got a restraining order against him. Just, you know, once this Rams got to the Super Bowl, the daily text of how awesome the Rams are and how much the Chargers suck not even making the playoffs, it gets a little much. And so I, you know, I got a little restraining order against him. My understanding is that I can only be six feet apart from you. That's what I, my, my understanding. So. There, there, there you go. That's, that's the great John Ramos. Uh, Darren Ravel will join us uh, momentarily. We'll talk uh, ticket pricing. 
right? Uh, we'll talk about this, the, how much this Super Bowl is going to resonate with the Bengals in it. Uh, how odd it is, really, that we didn't have a home team Super Bowl forever, and then now we got two in a row. Yeah. Which I guess is good for the Arizona Cardinals next year, maybe, I don't know. Or the Raiders in two years. Uh, we got a, a lot to get to. Um, I did hear this. Trevor Lawrence is, he's a decent quote. He's not a great quote, but he said this about the hiring of Doug Peterson as his new head coach. We're really excited. Obviously, you know, I talked to him briefly on the phone. Um, I guess that was Thursday night. And then today, first time meeting him in person. Um, just seems like a really great guy. Obviously, he's had a lot of success. You know, his resume kind of speaks for itself. And, you know, he's an offensive guy. You know, he played quarterback in the NFL. All those things, you know, make me really excited and, and something that I'm just excited to get to work with him and see what he brings to the table. So I think everybody's excited. Um, everybody's really relieved. You know, we got our guy. And, and to be able to move forward and just go to work now. That was a good feeling. Well, look, you got a guy who's been a professional coach. He's been a quarterback in the NFL. He's seen as a little bit of a quarterback whisperer, pretty pretty good with the position, although it should be pointed out that he kind of butchered the whole quarterback thing at the end of his run with the Eagles. But he's won a Super Bowl. I mean, checks a lot of boxes. You know, we do have a trend of offensive guys being hired in the NFL for the most part. Obviously, the Bears went against that. I don't I don't actually think it totally matters. It, it doesn't. You know, it's what is your plan for offense? Because if you look at the the group, and this is where, so we had Solomon Wilcox on last hour. He's like, you know, this whole idea of knowing each other, working together. Like, okay, well, the Buffalo Bills were terrible for 17 years, and then they hired a head coach who brought his GM with him. And by the way, the head coach is a defensive guy, and then they hired Brian Dable to be run their offense, and it seems to have worked out kind of awesome, hasn't it? So I, I don't know if you have to be an offensive guy or you have to be a defensive guy. Lovey's a defensive guy. Everflus is a defensive guy. Peterson is an offensive guy. you got to hire guys that know what you don't know and let them coach. I mean, look, it couldn't go any worse than it went with Urban, right? And, and this one is a pure case of Byron Leftwich overplayed his hand. Had the job. Didn't want to work with Trev- Trent Baalke. Baalke seen as a guy that could be difficult to, to work with or at least from his perspective. And, you know, he tried the power play and didn't do it. Now, uh, there is a chance, less than an outside chance, that Leftwich knows if Bruce Arians quits today, which could happen, or this offseason, or next year, he could be the guy. I think it's him. Obviously, you got Todd Bowles, Mm -hmm. too, who's been a head coach before as as well. Um, I, I do find it interesting, though, that Leftwich turned down a job with a team that he was synonymous with and a team that had a quarterback and clearly wanted him to work with that quarterback. What were you going to say? I was going to – just your point about that because I thought the same thing. And I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And then I went back and looked at Byron Leftwich's tenure with Jacksonville. Okay. And he was only there four years. So, so you know, like – but so, I agree so wait, with wait, you. Wait, wait, like, Byron, I, wait, wait. Um, I'm, I'm not looking at the stats. Do you have them in front of you? Yeah. Okay. So Byron Leftwich played how many years in the NFL? Uh, Byron Leftwich played – Eight years. Eight years. Um, and how many teams? Um, four. Four teams. I'm trying to think. Do I know? I'm sure he played for the Raiders at some point. No, he didn't. But two of them, I would not have guessed. That, uh, that Byron, he hold on, for. Byron Leftwich. Byron, I just remember him with the Jaguars. Yeah, I, and at Marshall. Yes, that's correct. Those are the two places I remember. He went, him with. he went to Atlanta the next year, and then Pittsburgh and Tampa, and went back to Pittsburgh. That's what what his career was. I do remember was. him as a backup in Pittsburgh. Yeah, David David Garrard was the one that ended up taking over then. David and, Garrard. Yeah. 
So they had, um, what's his name, the left-handed quarterback? Mark Brunel. Mark Brunel. Right? Was Mark Brunel to Byron Leftwich, or was there somebody in between in the, in the handoff? Um, gosh, I think that's that, no, that's probably pretty, pretty close because Leftwich was drafted in 2003. So, and the Jaguars just came in. Mark Brunel was a bad boy, right? When he was healthy, and well, when they had Jimmy Smith and um, Keaton McCardell, Cardell, right? Fred Taylor. Fred Taylor. Yeah. Good team. Good team. What what brought them down was the expansion draft, right? Because they had uh, they lost Tony Baselli to the expansion draft, and then Tony Baselli never never played. Well, they drafted Tony. They got Tony Baselli was their first ever draft pick. Yes. They actually changed the expansion rules because Jacksonville and Carolina were so good. Yeah. They were allowed to sign free agents, any free agents that you wanted. So the NFL after those that year, remember they were in the conference title game, and they're both in their second years. Yes. Yes. Can I speak for everybody I know? Sure. I, it's really hard to get me to care about the Winter Olympics. I mean, honestly, like last week, I, I should have been. What they should have done is they should have had the cool Winter Olympic sports last week, right, after the conference, like after the conference championship games and all throughout the weekend instead. But, I, you know, like and it's hard when it's on delay. Right? It just is. It's hard when it's the Winter Olympics. But like hockey should have been hockey finals. But now the hockey's not. Who's playing no. for the hockey? Yeah, there's. <laughs> Just a bunch of guys, no NHL players. College at all. guys? Yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah. Like, no, well, college is in the season, so I don't know. Maybe it's just minor league guys. I'm not. I'm not even I mean, sure. I don't know. Do you, I mean, honest, honestly, do you care? I n- no, I don't. And I really like the Winter Olympics. I think there are a lot of factors. I still think it's COVID. I think the atmosphere. I think the China angle of it is, you know, I, there's just there's a lot of. It's not a feel good games, you know, like. They're just, they're not. They're not at all. And and I think that is part of the Olympic lure that brings you in, is it makes you feel good. What do you normally just, like about the Winter Olympics? I just like the unique events. I, I think something like bobsled and luge are interesting. No, I, I think, think speed, cool. speed skating is awesome. Like, like when you know, when they do the cross and the, like, I, yeah, I think it's, I their think it's legs, really good. All their legs are, oh, like, ridiculous. Yeah, they're all Saquon Barkley. Like, they're yeah. all just quadzillas. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it it truly is like that stuff is. I like is really the neat. is it the biathlon? Is that the one where they ski and then they shoot things? Yes, that's pretty amazing. I'm not really sure how much that actually comes into, but that, that you know may, maybe when you're in a Nordic country or you're in Canada and you gotta you know shoot a moose and then ski out of the way, <laughs> well, you, that, that that works. You know, and I grew up in Wisconsin, so you have like you know Dan Jansen was a big story, yeah, obviously. So that you know brings me in. Uh, a lot of the speed skaters train in West Allis, Wisconsin, just outside of Milwaukee. So there's that tie into it, but yeah, there's just a lot of different factors that are making this games a little bit. Yeah, the other part exciting. is they, the, the basketball is the Summer Olympics when it should be the Winter Olympics, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it should be. Well, it's indoor, indoor activity that occurs in it, the winter. Even the, t- the the time difference isn't that big of a deal because there are events that are shown on NBC that are going on it's just the next day over there. So they're in prime time for us, but it's already, you know, like they'll be airing tonight on Monday night, but it'll be Tuesday over there. So but time difference is Tuesday night? No, it's it'll be... Nighttime for us, but the events will be going on Tuesday afternoon. It's like a 16, 17 hour time difference. So it actually kind of works they, out. Are they airing things live or are they airing them on tape delay? Some of them, are, some of them actually are live. Yes. Okay. okay. I'm just going to. But it doesn't matter. See, that's a, like, it, who cares? You know, like they, some of them are live and it's not going to make a difference. People no, but the, the taped event thing is kind of like you ever had a. You ever had a book that had the answers in the back, right? Like you're doing homework, you have yeah. the answers in the back, and you're like, ah, I got the answer in the back. It's really hard to read this book or to know it's, what's what's happening. Or if somebody gives away the ending to a movie, 
Uh, let's bring in Darren Ravel, who, who joins us from the Action Sports Network. Darren, do people care about the Winter Olympics? Nope. I know there are people. I, it's getting, I know there it's are people. More, it's, Go ahead. Yeah. I think it's getting more and more irrelevant. I mean, I think some of it's obviously fatigue from like, wait, there's an Olympics already? I thought we just had an Olympics eight months ago. So I think that's one. Um, you know, winter is always hard uh, unless it's, you know, I, I feel like people aren't even paying attention to figure skating this year. So, uh, I, I, listen, it's, it's, it gets increasingly irrelevant, and then the time zone kills it. Uh, just just makes it very difficult, especially when we don't tape sports and then watch them anymore for the most part. It's, it's live or nothing. Darren Ravel joining us. You cover a ton of different things, especially in the financial aspects of sports you always have. Um, you know, initially, when the, when the teams, when we figure out who's playing the Super Bowl, you start to get some pricing for tickets. Uh, what, what's, the, what, what's it look like to get in the building? What's it look like to get good seats for this, this Super Bowl? I mean, to get in the building right now is like six, seven thousand bucks, which is, you know, if that's the average, it's going to be the most expensive ever. But I would say right now, I don't, I don't think we've seen the number of sales that we need to see. So I don't know if it's going to be either a late arriving LA crowd appropriately, or if it's just going to maybe fall out. Um, I don't think like the general malaise over like, hey, the Rams don't really have any like fans like i don't think that really matters i think there's there's definitely a we're sick of covid let's go out of the house and watch you know go to the super bowl i think there's some like bounce back there so i'm not really sure uh i would say that from you know a content standpoint n- not to have to rehash mahomes and brady again it's really nice doug <laughs> it, it, it is but but as much as you and I and, and most people in the media, we tire of the same stories again and again. The reason right. we tell the same stories again and again is people like playing the hits. And, yeah. yeah, that, that is and true. And the Cincinnati true. Bengals I mean, are not a hit. They just, they're not. No, no they're not. Like I, 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 yeah, they're, they're not. Um, I think it's like Joe Burrow and who, and, and, and who day, really who day. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, obviously Stafford is kind of like ho-hum, uh, seen as unremarkable, seen as serviceable. But, you know, at least you have – I like I like that Odell gives you a little bit extra flash to go with Cooper Cup. Uh, and I think McVeigh has some, uh, has some uh, appeal. But after that, I mean, yeah, no, you're right. You, you want to see Tom lose it or Tom win it. Or, you know, you feel like it's definitely going to be a moment of greatness no matter what. But, um, yeah, I, don't, I, 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 I think there's not – I think the, the lack of energy this week will be because things are virtual. Okay, so but again, what, what, so the, the tickets are more expensive than ever, right? Yep. What, yeah. Although, what, although not maybe not enough sales to tell yet. Yep. No, but they're more. I'm talking the face value of it continues to go up, right? Like there's yes, face they, value yes, tickets correct. that are thirty five hundred, thirty five hundred. Yeah, for Brady's first Super Bowl, the face value is four hundred, and now it's thirty five hundred. Uh, you know, nineteen years later. Wow, that's 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 pretty remarkable. And we don't know we don't know yet what the markup is going to be like on the secondary market. Darren Ravel joins us, Action Network Sports Business and Business of Sports betting reporter. Um, it's at four and a half, and right? A half. Four, yeah. four, four yep. and a half. Um, what, what the the early money is on which team? Well, right now, at see, when you look at throughout the year, when you look at throughout the year, there there are the bookmakers don't necessarily need to balance things. They don't want to balance things. They take bets like we do. So there's you know eighty percent of the money's on one team, 
70% of the money's on this team. Super Bowl is a little bit different. I think bookmakers try to get a better balance, and the line is more refined. And at four and a half, at most sports books, it's 50% both sides. So that seems to be the perfect line, and I think that's probably why it's going to stay until maybe 24 hours before, but it's not going to cross over any sort of key number. It's not going to go under three, so it's not going to matter. That's why some people say, hey, I'm either going to do, I'm either a Bengals money line person or a Rams money line person. You know, I think at four and a half, it is very refined, and that's why it's at 50-50 split. Darren Ravel joins us, uh, the business of sports guru. Uh, we'll, 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 you we'll have be... to use guru at least once because you were the first to call me a guru. You were, you were a guru before there was anybody else. Yeah. You cornered the market uh, that we did yeah. not know was a market that, <laughs> that, need, that needed to be, to be cornered. Um, it does feel like, though, that Joe, Joe Burrow has the potential to kind of be a Joe Namath-like character, right? Where he's not with the necklace, the sunglasses, the swag, some of the things he says. Does he have to win in order to win on Madison Avenue? Win eventually, but I mean, I think he's come a long way. I mean, don't forget, you know, these guys were 150 to 1. Um, you know, so maybe you would have found the 99 Kurt Warner Rams at 200. But basically, you know, great long shots, not long shots like Namath in the game you know, where, where they were 18-point underdogs for the Colts in, in Super Bowl three, But, yeah, I mean, listen, the, 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 the swag is, for me, that was unexpected, the pregame swag and his, his ice on him. Um, but I think, I think it's kind of nice. I think, uh, I think if you just look at the money that people are spending on, on cards of his, you know, they're, they're already baking in that he's going to be the next one. Yeah, no, it's, it's, a, it's a fascinating thing to watch for a, a, a franchise which – uh, has a has a reputation of uh, of being cheap and has a reputation of even when they were good they couldn't win a playoff game and now all of a sudden here they are in the back in the biggest game in uh, in in American sports. Dan Ravel joins us. He is the guru of of sports <laughs> business. He is the absolute guru of sports business. Um, okay, so so Darren, help help me out. Um, one of the other things that that you like to tackle is some of the salaries of broadcasters. What ends up happening? What ends up happening with Troy Aikman? Does the, does he go to Amazon? Does he do, do both? Yeah, I what mean, there? so so I, I I don't know if this is uh, the whole like net sports broadcasters through you know Romo and like a Drew Brees and like the new age of guys that that are getting fifteen to twenty million. I don't know if it's about that or if it's about like how quick is Amazon and and these guys, the tech play guys, gonna gonna turn and try to beat out, you know, ESPN for rights. I think it's already beyond, behind on what we predicted. Years ago we said, well, oh, they're in trouble. ESPN's in trouble because, you know, Disney's cash flow used to be seen as the biggest in the business, and now you have Amazon and Apple coming in, and, and you know, their piles of money are so much greater. So I, when we say the Troy Aikman thing and Amazon's going to come in and – I, I don't want to make predictions because I've already been behind on my predictions. I thought in 2015 Amazon would be fully in and that ESPN would be losing rights deals. So, yes, they, they can give Troy Aikman $15, 20000000 in their, in their uh, proverbial couch cushions, but uh, I think it just depends on whether they want to make a big move. So 
so what are, what are the next rights that are up, right? If they have they have some, but it NFL does, just got renewed, right? And NFL just got renewed. I mean, there's really not. I can't think of any substance like that. Now they're going to have to wait until like twenty. Like colleges, some college deals are renewed through twenty thirty five. I mean that that's what's like. I feel like Amazon and Apple and those guys kind of missed the last the last boat. Um, you know, at least in the immediate future, because there's not really anything that's up. Uh, unless they buy a company, right? Buy or, those rights, right? Right, exactly. But the, you know, if you if you, buy, if you buy ESPN or if you buy, right. so, you know, you buy something that you absorb their rights, that is a at least a legitimate possibility. Considering, I mean, just in the past couple of days, how much money they're making. Yes, but as 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 Michael Rubin of Fanatics with his with his top steel, you know, taught us, you know that. That rights are just rights, and you know, it, it, there's there's other ways around it than buying the incumbent. And and but right now, I, I feel like Amazon and Apple kind of ruined that opportunity the last time around. Maybe it wasn't their prerogative. Maybe they didn't want to get into it. But I I always thought that they'd be further into it than they are today. I did too. I did too. I thought yeah. Yeah. I thought that you know a Yahoo. And then they would use the, the the TV companies would become like a production arm to it. I didn't realize that they were going to do what Amazon's doing, which is they're going to produce their own content. But then I'm, e- I'm equally surprised that streaming services haven't didn't go all in earlier. Outside, obviously, of ESPN trying to go all in. Darnell, um, action the Action Network each month through its award-winning app, website, podcast, live shows, videos, and social handles, as well as partnerships across pro sports leagues and media outlets. The Action Network serves tens of millions of fans with credible betting content. All right, credible betting content. Give me one prop bet you like the best. Well, you know, I am a contrarian. And I, uh, you know, the biggest prop bet right now, 98% of the money is on Cooper Cup, 105 receiving yards. That's, I, I, I know he's, he's the option in this and that. And I, I just think that's going to creep up a little bit more and more. So I'd wait closer to the game. And if you could get like 107, 108, I would hit the under on that. There's more value. There's more value inherently on unders than overs because people want to see offense. And I just, I, I, I have over time made a little bit more money betting on the unders. So I'm going to bet on the under to the biggest over in props. I, I love it. I love it. I, I would have bet. I would have bet an equal amount on somebody saying he's got deceptive speed. <laughs> then it would to him hitting, hitting 108 yards receiving. Oh, it's, it's always to say. It's always it's Wayne Corbett, always deceptive. Always coach's, deceptive. coach's kid, hard worker, high motor. Darren Ravel, <laughs> D-Rob, thanks so much. All right, be good. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox. Fox Sports Radio. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. I got to dig deep for that one. We have a great setup here in the corner of, uh, nobody puts baby in the corner, but they put Gottlieb in the corner of uh, Radio Row. Thanks to the folks at iHeart. And uh, it's really weird to watch yourself on video on a loop while talking. Right? You're like, man, I'm very, but it's brown-haired Colin on the video. Remember, remember the remember the brown-haired phase when he first got to Fox Sports Radio. That's that's amazing. We gotta we haven't Colin on late. We usually have him on Super Week. We gotta get him on later. We so do. We, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll get just, on it then. Yeah. Yeah. Get him. Get him. Get him on. Get him on. Uh, let's get to a game. Fire. This is game time. Fire. Game time. On the Doug Game time. Show. Game time is brought to you by Hustler Turf, the brand lawn care professionals have trusted for years when it comes to premium zero-turn lawnmowers to run their business. And for us weekend shows, Hustler Turf has the full lineup of residential mowers. Visit HustlerTurf.com to find a dealer near you. That's HustlerTurf.com. Dan Byer, what's the game? Don Byer. Doug, the game today is... Big deal, little deal, no deal. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that the Houston Texans won't get compensatory draft picks for promoting minority candidate... Lovey Smith to be their head coach. And and for people like, what are you talking about? Remember, there was an adjustment made to the, to the Rooney rule going back, was it a year ago, two years ago? I think it was two years ago, um, where that, where you get a compensatory pick if you promote from within using a minority coach, right? And there's there, What happens is if your coach gets hired at another spot, right. then you get the picks. So the 49ers will get picks from Mike McDaniel, getting compensatory picks. However, the Texans will not because they are promoting within. Right. That is a that is one of those gray area rule. Uh, it's a it's a messed up rule. Yes. It doesn't make any sense. Correct. Zero sense. Because the idea is to, you know, guy gets successful, help him get promoted. And they did. And yet they don't. That doesn't make any sense. It's a dumb deal. Maybe it's a dumb, <laughs> dumb deal. Uh, little deal is the thing. All right. Big deal. Little deal or no deal that guys weren't tackling during yesterday's Pro Bowl. Many a times guys just stopped and the whistle blew and the play was dead. Uh, that's a no deal because I told you, I, I know I know the Pro Bowl exists. There's like five or six million people that apparently watch this thing, or at least the ratings box tells us that they watch this thing. I'm not one of those people. I don't care. I wouldn't tackle anybody either. You can't play football halfway, and yet it's impossible to want to. Why would anybody want to go full speed? So, yeah, I, I, no deal to me. Don't. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray unfollowed the team from Instagram and Twitter. That's a big deal. It's a big deal. You have to want, you have to mean to do it. And if it was one or the other, maybe, but you did it on both. <laughs> yes. Now, I'm going to unfollow you, and I'm going to unfollow you. 
Wow. Big I deal. wonder if he blocked their numbers as well. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that Jordan Spieth attempted a shot on the edge of a cliff at, a cliff at Pebble Beach on Saturday. Did you see that shot? I did see that shot. I mean, awesome and harrowing all at the exact same time. Thought it was a big deal, right? Yeah. Shot on a cliff. I have bad balance. You swing, you lose that balance, and as you wish. He went from, he'd be eight under to six feet under. <laughs> Dan Byers, ladies and gentlemen. Tip your weight staff and try the veal. Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Strange past seven days in the NFL. We'll tell you about it next on Fox Sports Radio. 